Hi everyone, welcome to the Permission to Become podcast. This is a podcast about Asian American women exploring their boundaries and permissions around self-discovery and personal empowerment. In this podcast, we will dive into the untold tales of Asian American women breaking out of who they should be and becoming who they truly are. My name is Joyce Bao, and I'm your host on this podcast. Hi, listeners. Welcome back to another episode of the Permission to Become podcast. Today, I'll be talking about a topic that I'm personally very excited about, which is the permission to create joy. As you may or may not know, joy is one of my top values. And my name, Joyce, actually contains the word joy. For years, I strive to embody this value of joy. At the same time, I grapple with really understanding what joy actually means and how I can create joy in my life. So for my birthday last week, I decided to choose the theme of creating joy for this coming year. And I did some investigative research to answer some of these questions. So in this episode, I will share with you first, what is the difference between joy and happiness? And then I'll talk about the eight foundational pillars of joy. And lastly, I'll share a couple of ways you can give yourself the permission to create joy. So let's first talk about the difference between joy and happiness. When I first stumbled upon this book called The Book of Joy by the Dalai Lama and Archbishop Desmond Tutu, I was quite perplexed by the quote from Dalai Lama that said, joy is our birthright, even more fundamental than happiness. And I asked myself, what is really the difference between joy and happiness? Aren't they the same thing? So I decided to research a little bit further into the distinction between these two seemingly similar terms. And what I found was the following. So happiness is really dependent on external factors. And it is quite fleeting because happiness is really about the pursuit of what we want to have in that moment. And on the other hand, joy actually comes from within us and it is dependent on our choice to practice and cultivate joy or this deep sense of contentment. The way I come to understand it is that joy is like the depth of the ocean. So it's always constant and it's this eternal state of being and happiness is like the crashing waves on the in the ocean and it's constantly changing it's impermanent based on changes in the wind the moon or whatever is happening in earth so it's a more of a dynamic feeling so joy is actually a state of well-being while happiness is a feeling of well-being and what I found super interesting is that joy can actually be present even while we're experiencing challenges and hardships and we can be joyful while we're feeling 
sadness, anger, fear, or even happiness, because joy is the essence of who we are. So learning to distinguish between joy and happiness was super helpful for me to understand what is it that I'm truly seeking, or what is this joy. So that comes to the next question: What is actually joy? In the book of Joy, it talked about eight foundation foundational pillars of joy, and which I will go over and. It's further broken down into four mindfulness pillars and four heartfulness pillars, and these pillars are actually more of a daily practice because joy is not something to be acquired or gained. It's actually something to be lived and practiced regularly. So let's first talk about the mindfulness pillars. So the first pillar of joy is perspective, which is ability to see yourself in the current situation from a broader context. Because the way we see the world is the way we experience the world. So perspective taking is really about managing our quality of mind, because when we change the way we see the world and the meanings we are assigned to our experiences. We can then invite different perspectives and how we feel about experiences and about others into our way of being. So perspective really opens us to experience this joyful state. The second is humility. So humility comes from the root humus. Which means earth. It is also the root for the word humanity. So humility is about seeing others as our equals, and that we are all interdependent and deeply connected to one another. There's no one more superior or better than the other. And when we foster this sense of humility, we recognize our own limitations. And we're more open to opinions of others, so humility is really key to fostering joy, because it gives us that sense of connectedness, and it helps us recognize that there is value and worth in all of us. The third mindfulness pillar is humor, which is the ability to laugh at ourselves and not take ourselves so seriously. As a recovering perfectionist. I find this area particularly challenging because it's a practice that requires me to kind of get out of that self-centered way of reacting to life or people and just simply laugh at my own humanness and my flaws. So humor is really about letting go of the ego and just finding gentle kindness towards ourselves and towards others. So one way I'm learning to incorporate or adopt humor in my life is、um, to actually through improv, which I think I have mentioned in a previous episode. And to this day, I still think it is one of the best life practices anyone can experience because you simply have to learn to just laugh at your own silliness. Of the illogical and and nonsensical things that come out of your mouth, so highly recommend it if you want to practice 
humor. And the last mindfulness pillar is acceptance, which is to accept the pains, imperfections, and the beauties of life. It's really about engaging with life on our own terms rather than wishing for life to be different. In my own experience, I have found acceptance to be a powerful gateway to my own liberation from pain and suffering. Because when I accepted myself and others and the reality as is, I then found the power to create the experience that I actually want. So those are the four mindfulness pillars, perspective, humility, humor, and acceptance. Next, I'll move on to the four heartfulness pillars. The first one is forgiveness. And forgiveness is really about placing our hands on our heart and releasing the need to try to change the past. And by releasing our negative emotions attached to the past and forgiving others as well as ourselves, we can then take back the control of our life and become our own liberators. So forgiveness is deeply powerful tool that gives us the permission to heal from within and become whole. The second heartfulness pillar is gratitude. And according to Dalai Lama, the nature of life is impermanent. And what gratitude does is that it helps us catalog, celebrate, and rejoice in each day, in each moment before they slip away. And because we have a bias towards negativity, gratitude is a powerful practice that instantly raises our vibration. Something I started to do every day is to simply write five gratitudes every morning. It takes no more than two to three minutes, and I usually do it after my meditation, and found it very helpful to set the tone for my day. The next pillar is compassion. And the direct translation of of compassion is to suffer with. Compassion is also a desire to end or relieve suffering for ourselves and for others. So I Add it in the show notes a link to Dr. Kristen Neff. Um, she has a set of really powerful exercises on her website around self-compassion. I highly recommend it. She is uh, an expert research scientist in the field of self-compassion. So it's important to first be able to give ourselves compassion before we can learn how to give others the compassion. And the last pillar of joy is generosity, which is actually a natural outgrowth from compassion. Another way to look at generosity is that it's about self-forgetfulness. And when we give, we then receive and giving is not 
just about material giving it's also about giving our time our energy and our wisdom in service of others and when we practice the spirit of generosity we acknowledge that we are actually stewards of our wealth our possession and our power and we acknowledge that our purpose here is to contribute and to add to to our value to our community so these are the four heartfulness pillars forgiveness gratitude compassion and generosity and if we look across these eight pillars the common theme is that joy is actually about recognizing our shared humanity our togetherness and it's about strengthening our connectedness with one another because our greatest joy is lived in deep loving and generous relationships with others and joy comes from this calling from our soul for deeper and more meaningful connection So this brings us to the theme of this episode, which is around the permission to create joy in your life. And I want to address really quickly three areas we can create joy. And the first is to create joy through our heart wisdom. So I have a very quick and simple joy practice. And this can be just something you add to your morning routine. And essentially, it's a morning intention setting. And I find it incredibly powerful to just connect with the power and the wisdom of our own heart. So this is a Tibetan practice that simply asks you to set your intention for the day by checking in with your heart and ask, what does my heart truly desire today? What do I wish for myself, for my loved ones, and for the world today? And just listen for the answer from your heart. And take note of what that intention is. It's incredibly powerful. The second is to create joy through creativity. And I love this um, because I recently came across this definition of creativity by the psychologist Gay Hendricks wrote um, Conscious Living, The Big Leap, uh, a number of other just incredible books. And he defined creativity, creativity as simply the endless experimentation without judgment or criticism. And that creativity is simply play. And in his book Conscious Living, he said that because the universe is at play all the time, Um, If we truly want to live a joyful life, we must connect with that creative genius within us and simply engage in some sort of creative work every day. That can be anything from drawing, coloring, playing music, um, but it's super powerful to grease the oil of our creative minds and and put that to use um, every day. 
Creativity is also what Elizabeth Gilbert calls the big magic in her 2015 book. I just finished it and it's electrifying. Um, it's a book on creative living. And what I learned from her is that creativity doesn't actually require any academic qualifications. Like you don't need to be an artist or a musician to consider yourself creative. Um, creative living simply starts by giving yourself the permission to just create something you're deeply passionate about and what's important is that creativity is about failing along the way so you have to learn and give yourself the permission to fail so that you can then share the joy of your creativity with the world And lastly, our joys are meant to be shared with the world. And by tapping into our own creativity, we create this reservoir of joy and abundance from within. And we can then share this joy with those around us. And when we share the joy with the world, we actually create a deeper sense of connectedness and belonging with our community. So my question to you is, how are you going to create joy in your life? And how are you planning to give the world the joy of your creation? So thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I love to hear from you and how you have created joy in your life. And for the month of August, I will be sharing stories on my Instagram of the little joys I have created in my life. And I would be delighted to hear your journey. So let's get connected on Instagram at permission to become. Feel free to tag me or send me a DM. And if you enjoyed this episode or this podcast, I love um, for you to head over to Apple Podcasts and give this podcast a rating or review. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to the Permission to Become podcast. If you like what you've heard, don't forget to rate, review, or subscribe to this podcast and share it with a friend. I'd really appreciate it. I'd also love to hear any feedback you have. So feel free to email me at permissiontobecome at gmail.com.